Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes. This is our first episode of our interview segment of the program. Our guest series. Yeah. Something like that. Like we talked about last episode, we're going to be not shaking it up. It's still about video games. We should say like our grab a friend. There, there you go. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Look at us coming up with stuff on the fly. <laughs> By coming up, it's like reusing what we've already come up with. <laughs> but we are really excited to be here. Also, I'm Steph. I'm Marley. I'm Lindsay. We talked about this beforehand, how we need to make sure we introduce ourselves. And it could have been more natural than that, but it happened. I'm actually really proud you remember. Because I forgot. I forgot. that's what matters. I forgot. We're here. And we also have our bring a friend, which is our friend, Ray. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, hey. This is Ray. Give yourself a little bit of an introduction. Sure, yeah. So I'm Ray. Um, I also host a podcast. My podcast is called It Was a Shit Show. We talk about the behind the scenes of troubled movie productions. Um, that's how I know these gals from like just the podcasting world. But I also am a producer at a video game studio. So I assume that's what I'm really here to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I was no, of course it is. <laughs> I was hoping you would say, like, troubled productions. That's how I know these gals. And they're troubled yeah. productions. And they're troubled. <laughs> and like, but we yes. have actually had, like, stuff you came on and talked about the behind the scenes of making the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters. Yes. video game. That's right. Because, uh. yeah, um, we're, we want to actually do more video games. Um, we've been mostly focused on, like, TV and movies. But there's a lot of... Shit, shit show that can, <laughs> that can happen when making a video game so it's it's a it's a good like topic to kind of you know bring in oh yeah well it was about time we had you on our show because we we've been talking about it and we're like whenever we're talking about guests we're like oh we need ray oh we need ray well we've known you since what like 2019 20 yeah. before the pandemic yeah yeah it's been yeah so yeah we're pre-pandemic homies yeah. Podcast Back when we used homies. to, you know, like actually be able to meet up physically and talk about podcasting business. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. that died. It's which is funny because podcasting is so easily remote, but it brought us together in person. <laughs> well, Ray is our overqualified guest because she knows probably more about the gaming ins and outs of the industry than any of us. Probably. Possibly podcasting. <laughs> She already talked about like like her like we we're setting the up setup. our microphones and she's like, "Do you have this thing? What was it? Phantom? Phantom power? Phantom power? We're like, um, and I think no. Like, she's like, "Do you use condenser or dynamic microphones?" And I'm like, um, "We use uh, these." We like take a picture of this. I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm a big audio nerd, so yeah, I, I geek out a little bit about that kind of stuff. Isn't that what you did before gaming? Well, I mean, I worked in film for about 10 years. I was an editor and a producer. Um, So I didn't do a lot of, like, audio engineering, but it's kind of part of, you know, you learn it along the way. So, yeah. yeah. And now where are you working at? I work at a company called Red Games Co. Um, It's a game studio here in Salt Lake. Mostly a mobile studio. Most of our titles are um, mobile titles, but the game that I work on is called Lego Brawls, and we recently just launched that on console. Yay! Uh, last Yay. fall. So Congrats! So I can't. I don't think we can call ourselves like just a mobile studio anymore, because we have a console game now, which is really exciting, and also sucked up like two years of my entire life, so... <laughs> <laughs> I found out that you worked on a game that my daughter plays a lot on my phone. She does? The Scribbles. The... Oh, Scribble Scrubbies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Scribble such a cute name. Scrubbies? <laughs> it's a Crayola. Yeah, so we make a lot of, like, the studio is really family-friendly focused, and we work with a lot of family brands, so like Hasbro and Crayola and Lego. Um, and so a couple of the games, we make uh, Crayola Create and Play, 
and scribble scrubbies, which is, yeah, you, like, have these little pets, and you get to color on the pets and stuff. It's super fun. You, like, do Aww. things, and you get more pets, and it's so yeah. exciting, and they have fun <laughs> pets. We got, got, like, Arctic pets, and they're super cute. So I like how you're, like, my daughter yeah. plays it, and now you're saying, like, I, I have all the I, pets. <laughs> wow. I like seeing what pets she gets. Yeah. You know, I will say, so I think that mobile gaming kind of gets a bad rap sometimes. People are just like, oh, mobile games, they suck. They're all free to play. They're just made to get your money, and, like, yeah. Yes, that is a lot of mobile games. They're very much like built to for like that free to play, right? Where they're getting you with microtransactions and stuff. But right. there's a lot of um, it's kind of a shift toward like creating just really good gaming experiences on mobile because like if you think about it, your phone is just a gaming device you have in your pocket yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the games, most of the games that we make are on Apple Arcade, which is a subscription service. So you pay like five dollars a month. And you have access to all of the arcade titles. And it's all these really great mobile games. And there's no microtransactions or anything like that. So you can just, like, you pay your five bucks. But, like, you can play any of the hundreds and hundreds of games that they have. Right. Um, well, and now a lot of console gamings are going towards microtransactions, too. So you can't even... Make... Like, battle passes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I know that's been, like, a huge... Um, what's the word? about Overwatch 2 is people are pissed uh-huh. about all the microtransactions in it and the fact that there's still no story in it but that's yeah. yeah that was promised yeah. wasn't it yeah yeah we'll mm. see if that ever happens I mean it's it's honestly a way it's a better way for games and studios to make money yeah <laughs> because mm-hmm. like you know versus spending five years developing a game and then you know a lot of people pay 60 bucks for it or whatever but if you can have people buy the game and then just like keep releasing new content and have them pay like 10 bucks every month for the new battle pass or whatever the thing is like it's you're just gonna keep making more money from that title that you already took all of that time developing so you don't have to like okay well we released that game like now on to the next game and then it's like another five year period right so yeah, those games when they go into what, live ops or live operations and you can just maintain them and like fix bugs and release new content that's well, that's Marley and the husbands have been playing Fortnite lately. <laughs> yeah. So talk about speaking of battle passes, <laughs> yeah, a shit husband? ton of micro. He's going he to. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to start playing with us. A shit he's, ton he of did microtransactions. He did like three rounds and one, and I was like, you can't do that thing where you always just win. He's like, no, that's not? what you're supposed to do in, in Fortnite. You want we want to him lose? to win. I don't want him to always win and then get kicked out of the group. <laughs> no, we want him to be on our team because then oh, he'll help us win. It's a team. It's a team. And okay. yeah, that's they the reason why I'm playing. <laughs> a way that you don't have to do the building. It's like, called yeah. zero build. Like you know how you watch Ninja, and you just. Blah, 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 blah. I don't watch Ninja. I, okay, well I don't either. I don't. I'm just not affiliated with this podcast at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no more building. Underline that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Blake just bought. Um, the Venom skin. And let me tell you, Venom has a dump truck. Like, his ass is perfect. I don't know why. Um, Whoever nice. spent, like, the artist, the artist time like, modeling. Wait, wait, yeah, wait a second. So Did you see? Because I got the Daredevil costume. Oh, no. He has a, he has a nice little tight tight little bum. Because <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you watch, you know? Because you're watching, you know, in the... I mean, have you seen Charlie Cox's actual, oh. Oh, well, yeah. actual oh, yeah. bum? I mean, no. I wish I could see it. But I haven't yes. seen his actual, you know... Anyways, I have his bear bum. I've seen his bear bum. In what? When they... In person? What? <laughs> Where was I? Not with us. <laughs> Anyways, no. Yeah, like 
Well, the thing, okay, I, I was going to comment actually about Fortnite because here's the thing, that was a free game. Mm-hmm. But then like I, when that happens, like when it's free from the get go, I'm more likely to put a little money into like mm-hmm. buying a fun costume or whatever. Right. But I'm probably going to cap it at that unless they really, really entice me, which Fortnite is good at because they have yeah. so many different characters that they bring in. But that's like how they get you is because all of a sudden people are spending more than what they would pay for a single game, which is, you know, between 60 and 80 bucks now. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be spending more by doing that. So it's like, it's very smart of them to do that. You're like, oh, it's just like two bucks here and five bucks there. It adds up. And then it's like 75 bucks by the end of the year. And you're like, (laughs) oh, right. And then five years later, you're like, I've spent... $500 on this game or whatever (laughs) like when you count calculate like how much you've spent over like the course of how long Mm -hmm. because Fortnite's been around for a a while yeah oh definitely yeah Ian actually like prides himself in he he plays a lot of Fortnite I've never played it but he prides himself in like just earning enough V bucks through playing to buy the next battle pass. He's like, I've never spent a four a cent on Fortnite. Oh never, my gosh! Not even one cent. <laughs> but then recently they released a couple of skins. I think it was like the Star Wars ones. Like they the, had Star Wars Han ones. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. was just like, oh, Am I about to buy these skins? And I was like, I don't know. Are <laughs> you? And he's like, yeah. <sighs> he's like the my skins track record. Pride. Did he do it? I don't know. I actually, sh- I should ask him when I get home. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, he was very, like, he was tortured by it. He's like, oh, do I really want these? <laughs> well, and, like, they, they brought back some, because the, the shop changes, and they brought back yeah. some Marvel ones, and I was like, oh, no, there's, like, five of them I want. How do I, and I only have enough to get one. Yeah. And then maybe like an emoticon or something. But, yeah, no, it it was very difficult. But in the end, I chose Daredevil and his his uh, yeah. cute little red outfit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. His cute little ass. Yeah, his cute little red butt. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I changed my mind. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yeah. microtransactions. It's Well, the, it's the battle pass system is, and that shop system and, like, purchasing content is why Epic made, like, $2 billion on Fortnite or whatever, yeah. like, insane amount <gasps> of money that they made. Like, they were just, like, printing money over there. So ridiculous. I don't know if I like it or if I'm like, like if I agree with it or if I'm just like, wow, that's just seems kind of sleazy. I'm but just also part not. of this capitalistic. Yeah. But now I'm part of it because I spent that 20 bucks. That will keep on turning <laughs> till death. I'm us. only part of it in one game. What game is that, Lindsay? I'm sure you don't know of it, but it's called Genshin Impact. <laughs> but it's free to play. And I use that same justification of like, oh, well, it was free. So I will spend up to $60 on this. Mm-hmm. I have not hit that cap oh, yet. Okay, I was going to say, where are you at now? I only buy the Welkin Moon, which is like you get extra game currency every single day. Nice. And it adds up very quickly. And I've gotten some amazing characters for it. So there nice. you go. Yeah. There you go. She's worked out the economy, the economy of the game. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta make the the game work for you. you There you go. You gotta know the ins and outs. (laughs) By paying the game. (laughs) (laughs) What game are you currently working on? Um, If you're allowed to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, I'm still working on uh, Lego Brawls. So, like I said, we just launched it on console in September, but there's a certain, you know, period of time after you launch a game that you, ha- you know, you're expected, players kind of expect you to, like, maintain the game, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, Patches. Like, <laughs> right, patches, things like that. So, like, you know, we added a couple new levels, we're fixing bugs, we're thinking of, like, new content that we can put in the game. So I will be working on that at least for the next year. And then there are a couple other projects that I can't talk about. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Brawls is still kind of my, the main thing that I work on. 
So brawls, because I haven't even looked into this yet, and I need to because it sounds interesting. <laughs> it sounds like it's like another one of those, like, kind of like Super Smash, right? Yeah. Kind of I, thing where you pick a character and you go head to toe. Yeah, I would them. say it's probably more similar to, like, multiverses or, um, which is like the, the DC one. Um, Talking about Injustice? No. No, no oh, it's a, it's okay. a mo- hold on, let me. It's called multiverses. Yeah, multiverses. Yeah. Which like, is like Free Guy? D- no. Uh, no, no. It's like, D- is it DC characters? It's like... Because they're Warner didn't Brothers. they come out with like the Nickelodeon brawl? Oh. Yes. So that's yeah. that's the other one too. So like yeah. Nickelodeon has one where you are playing Nickelodeon characters yeah. and it's like a like a 2D platforming brawler game. Right? Yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. Just like you're SpongeBob and you're beating up on Jimmy Neutron or whatever. Yeah. Um and then uh they just released one called Multiverses, which is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers characters. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Like, I think I remember that because Blake was so excited that the Iron yeah. Giant would be on it. Yeah, um, it's like that. It, it's super weird because like Warner Brothers has such odd IPs that it's like Arya Stark versus like oh, whatever. You know I think I, mean? I okay. I heard about yeah. yeah I heard so, about that one. So there's that one too. So it's basically just like you're taking an IP like Lego and. You know, and you're, it's like, it's a brawler game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit like Smash, although I, it's definitely not like as robust of a game as Smash Brothers. Um, but yeah, so, so players get to go in, they get to pick a minifig um, and like mix and match all the pieces to kind of create your own custom brawler. So I you, love that. You can take all the different parts of a minifig, right? There's like hats, hair, heads, Cute. neck pieces, torsos, belts, legs, and you just like create just whatever wacky brawler you want. Oh my gosh, that That's sounds fun. amazing. Grab like <laughs> weapons and power-ups and then just go into one of the levels and just, you know, brawl it out. And the levels Maybe have a mini different... Ooh, I think we're going to need to. It's like um, when they did Miis in Super Smash and they, <laughs> they wanted it to be cool and it wasn't as cool as they wanted hey, it to Hey, don't, uh, don't dis leave the Lindsay Me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh um that that's I, it's so funny that you bring up me because i was telling ian about how like so we have a we have a, a big community on discord of people who play the game and the players are always like using the different pieces we have in the game to create like look i made the hulk out of like minifig pieces because like obviously we we can't put you know marvel and disney ip right. like in the game we'd have there, there's a whole like contract process that happens mm-hmm. to make things like that work um, but people will, like, make their own versions of, like, Scarlet Witch, like, mm-hmm. Hulk, whatever. Like, whatever character they love from whatever thing they love. Okay. And it's really fun to just see the creativity. It's almost more fun than, like, just actually having the characters in the game. Yeah. <laughs> because people have to get really creative. No, I and, love that. Yeah, and Ian was like, oh, so it's like the early days of me when everyone was like, look, I made my me look like Bob Ross. And I was just like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, my he gosh. made a Waluigi yeah. because he's not in Smash. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. You know, amazing. that... That reminds me, because like back in our Red Dead days, Red Dead Online, Lindsay, uh, we we would get so like, I mean, we had so many like clothes and weapons and whatnot like to our disposal that we started getting really creative with our clothes, and we would we actually made um, each of our characters we were the Avengers, yeah, and so was like I was like I think I was Loki, so I made sure I wore like all the green and gold stuff that I could find. And I can't remember who I was. I, I don't I don't even I don't remember either, but we we had a few different ones. And yeah. so that was really fun. Like, I love that that creative process in games. Like, I love the customization. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. So that, and that is, that's one of the biggest draws of the game is that, like, there, I mean, Lego is a huge brand. There's so many people that love it. So many people love the minifig. Minifigs are just iconic. And so people love to be able to create their own brawler. Um, and then we have a lot of different levels based on um, Lego IP. 
we do have a Jurassic World level in there. Um, so dope. there's some Jurassic content, which is cool. Um, but yeah, like like Ninjago is a big IP yeah. and is mm-hmm. super like famous Lego property that a lot of players love. So um, each level kind of has different win conditions. There's like a control point win condition or like sort of a elimination style, like last minifig standing uh, win condition. And then we also have like um, collection mode. So it's like grab the most like blank to win, you know? So there's a couple different modes that you can play that makes it a lot more fun um yeah so that's that's kind of a little bit about the game and it's on it's on all the platforms now um it's on apple arcade it is on uh steam the epic store switch xbox and playstation that's amazing so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in particular and then you what makes you like my favorite question to ask people is like what makes your heart beat faster like what makes you the most excited about your job? Mm, <laughs> if you're having a bad work week, like some of us, <laughs> me and myself, maybe. What? Yeah, what it's a hard answer to question. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll, yeah, I'll start by just saying a little bit about what I do. So I'm a producer, um, which probably a lot of people are like, huh? Like, what is that? Because when people think about game development, it's like there's engineers, and that's it. And it's like there's a lot more than that, but. Um, yeah, so I am responsible for basically, um, working with a creative director and game designer to scope out updates for the game. Like if we're, you know, a game like Brawls, it's been around for a while and we're just updating it, right? Well, we look at like, okay, what's an update that we can make that's going to be meaningful to players, that's going to be fun, that's going to get people excited about the game. Um, and then we scope that out, create budgets, um, get resources, so make sure that we have the proper team to make that happen, schedule the whole thing work with all of the third-party partners so apple playstation switch to like schedule it um and then i get it published after when it's done so it's a lot more of like oversight kind of it's kind of like like project management yeah it's exactly Mm -hmm. it's it's project management um it's product management Mm -hmm. but uh, for whatever reason in the game industry they call it a producer which is also that because it's very similar to what a producer would do on a film Mm -hmm. um except not obviously work like we're just working with different people but it is cross-functional too because i work with engineers but i also work with artists so there's kind of two like things that happen in games there's the actual engineering side where they're making the game and then there's this art pipeline where you know if you're putting new characters in you have to go from like concept art to fully realized 3d character with like textures and effects and all the different things and so there's like that's an entirely separate pipeline and you have to manage that as well and just make sure that all of those art assets are making it into the game um so yeah like environments characters effects sound effects music um gameplay all of those things go into making a game making an update for a game and I just make sure that everyone's like getting getting shit done on time. I guess <laughs> that's the main thing. Um, yeah, so that's what I do. And um, the th- I, I think the thing that makes me most excited about my job is this. Maybe will sound cheesy, but like my team. I just really love my team. Aww. They're all so they're all so incredibly talented, and they love games. Um, like I I love games, but I'm also very much uh, like. A crotchety old lady who's just like, like another day at the office, you know. <laughs> but like, I my team just loves games so much, and I like so their passion kind of rubs off on me, and I and I so I just want to make sure that like they're successful in doing what they love doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what makes me excited about going to work. Uh, but we also we play test very frequently. 
and I just love play testing with them. It's super fun. So when we're working on like a prototype of a new level or whatever, um, we we just will play test it and then we'll all talk about like what's working, what's not working, take notes, and then we like iterate and then the next week we'll play test again. And those are super fun. Like especially oh, yeah. when something is really working. Like we were we were playing a new game mode that we're working on on Thursday and it was just it was just hilarious because we were just all on like a you know video like a zoom call <laughs> just like playing the game on all the different like usually we play on our phones because it's like the easiest to get builds out so we're like all just playing and just like oh well you know just it was like just playing with your friends um but you're at work so that's like the dream cool. that is yeah the dream. <laughs> playing yeah. video being paid yeah. to play video games yeah, yeah. <laughs> how is it working for lego um, I, I love working with Lego games. Everybody over there is, they're so nice. They are just the absolute best people. They care so much about Lego and about the brand and about kids and their mission to just help kids kind of grow and explore play in different ways. So they're really doing a, a lot. I mean, obviously they have the physical toys, um, which are amazing, but they're doing a lot in the digital space too with, mm-hmm. with Lego games. And there's, I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably played different Lego games that are out oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> and so it, it like, no matter what they're making, whether it's a video game or a toy or just like a web experience, whatever it is, like they are always thinking about, okay, like how is this encouraging kids to play more and express themselves through play? And they just, that, passion and that through line just is in everything that they do and so they're an awesome brand and partner to work with yeah Yeah. and I think um as as a mom like everyone gives like gaming and like screen time like kind of a bad name um but I think that things like lego or even like minecraft are like these things that are teaching your kids to be creative yes they're looking at a screen Yes, they're doing, but they're also using their imaginations to create different things and like figuring how the pieces work together. And so I think things like that are super cool so that it almost feels like at least the screen time your kid is having, which every kid will always have too much of, is productive (laughs) and engaging. So that's really cool. Yeah. Do you get, do you ever get Legos from Lego? Uh, we yeah we have in the past so like when in the past we've been doing an update of either like a new series or something or even you know older sets they will sometimes send us a bunch of sets so that we can play around with them build them look at the bricks because everything that we make in the game we try to be as uh, true to the toys as possible so you know like our minifigs are to scale anything that we make any vehicles weapons power-ups like little level details are built out of real bricks so we have 3d artists that are basically like lego master builders right they'll just go into um like there's this lego digital designer um app or program basically where you just have all of the bricks and you can just click them together digitally and make whatever whatever you want um out of lego bricks so yeah that's usually like how we do it is that we want to we want to make everything look like it was an actual brick built toy and so yeah in the past we've gotten free sets like when I first started there was this huge closet just like full of lego (laughs) lego sets and my boss was just like oh yeah um do you want you want one you can just like take take one oh my gosh what like I was so excited (laughs) and I ended up taking the there's this set from Jurassic Park that's like the the gate and it has this huge t-rex and then there's all these little like scenes from the movie on like the other side of the gate it's a super cool set what that's probably like like a 200 dollars set it's probably like a 400 dollars set oh I I was just like can I 
I take this one? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you like run out to your car? Yeah. And I like went and gave it to Ian and he was so excited and we built it. Anyway, so yeah, like, and then I think we, like, there was one we one year where we just raffled them off, like, at, like, the company Christmas party or whatever. <laughs> That's right. That sounds like so much fun. So I know. Fun. When I, I have my, my tall neck Lego sitting right here it's next so to me. Cool. And when I was putting it together, I, I was just like, how... How do people come up with this? Like, how how do they decide on the pieces? And even like, because it's a, it basically, if people don't know what a tall neck is, it's from the video game um, Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. And it's like basically like a mechanical giraffe, but it's like ginormous. And it's like, so it's a pretty solid, like animal looking thing. And it's like, well, what about the core? Like, it's not empty. It's, it's like filled with Legos. And yeah. so you just, you just sometimes, you guys just like look at Legos and you're like, how did they All decide the on this? All the time. <laughs> we made the Batmobile a few years ago and that one is such an intricate inner Lego experience. Yeah. <laughs> then you get to the outer and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. And Not to mention, Blake and I have Lego very differently. So it's also like a marriage building experience. Oh, see, yeah. I made this by myself. I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said, I told, I told my husband, I was like, yeah, <coughs> if you, you know, if you want to, you can build it with me. But I have to do it at the table of, now because yeah. like I can't sit on the floor. But oh, I do our, it at the table. Oh, yeah. One of our very good friends was like really excited to build the Lego Ghostbusters police or fire station with me. Oh, that's a good one. And I was like, I need a table. I'm, I can't sit on the ground anymore. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have the physical capability to do it like I did when I was a kid. But it is oh, so yeah, fun. No. I know. I had to have mine in like a... I actually have like a, like a little... Um, like a cookie sheet, like a baking tray, but it's like uh-huh. a small one and it has a lid. Of course you did. Yeah. I'm I like, had to, so I had to like keep all the small pieces in there. Well, cause like my cats get into everything oh, that's true. and, yeah. and I have one cat that he literally will eat anything. I would not be surprised yeah. if there was a little piece of Lego that had fallen on the ground that he would eat it. Yeah. yeah. Like that cat is, he's a vacuum. And then you're, you're like missing a piece. Or yeah. Where did that piece go later cleaning up the litter box. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it would pass through. Okay. honestly but no i just kind of have to keep everything together but no it's yeah legos they're so fun legos are so fun ian and i we there are a few sets that we've built together but there are also some sets where i'm like swatting his hand away i'm like no it's mine and then somewhere he's like swatting my hand away like he built the the mighty bowser that was one that he Ooh. bought. Have you guys seen that one? Uh-uh. Oh, you got, it's I'm so Googling cool. it right yeah, now. Look it up right now. Sorry um, for the phone It's sound. literally, it's just this, it's a huge Bowser and it's like, it, it's so cool. And it like the head moves and it like shoots fireballs and Whoa. it's amazing. And it so, looks so accurate to like yeah, Mario. It is, it is so rad. Anyway, so he just built that one recently and that's super cool. Oh, yeah, oh I think I have seen that one. Yeah. And then he built the, um, the, the. Uh, NES, like the little, have you guys seen that one? There's like, a, it's a full NES and you can like open it and like pop a little Brickfield oh, game cartridge yep, in. Yep, yep. It's got a little remote. Like there's a whole TV with like this little Mario scene that scrolls. It's so cool. Wow. Yeah, they just, that they have, they have a Lego amazing. for everything. Well, we just got the Lego. It's not like a big build, but it's Mario and Luigi and then you can use them to make up play sets mm-hmm. and you can turn on Mario and Luigi and they make noises depending on what part they land yeah. on. So you like what? on top of a Goomba and it'll make the Goomba noise or you go to the flag and it'll do 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 My uh, nephews have That's like amazing. a big haunted mansion 
And it has like yeah. a phone integration where you can like you put your phone over like a certain part and it'll show like the Legos moving and doing stuff. Like it's cute. Yeah. It's really fun. They're really good at like they know that there is a huge kid audience for Lego, but then they also know that there is a huge adult audience for mm-hmm. Lego and they actually mm-hmm. are called adult fans of Lego. Mm-hmm. And so they're really good at creating like like more collector sets, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that are like a little more intricate to like build. Like those like cars or the buildings yeah, and yeah, things yeah. that they they're, do. And Titanic, that's like $700. Yeah, and it's huge. Wow. Yeah. So they, they make these really big, intricate, amazing collector set. But then they make sets like you were talking about with the little Mario, where yeah. that's more mm-hmm. of a play set, right? Yeah. Like you're putting the little things together and you're actually playing with the toys. And um, the Lego architecture sets. Those, those are, are cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they have Lego plants. That are really, oh, really cute. I want a Lego oh, succulent. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Have every single one of those. They're so <gasps> cute. Oh. I have the orchid, the bonsai tree, the succulents, the... Um, I There's a new one they just came out with that I really want that's like a wildflower bouquet. That's Ooh, really pretty. Or that sounds amazing. Gonna be, they're releasing it this year and I was just like market like well and like when i got this tall neck so i got it as a christmas present from my husband yeah and i was like because i've been wanting it for a little while Mm -hmm. and when 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 i I was surprised that he got it for me and i'm like this is amazing but where am i gonna put it once it's done (laughs) because this one is like a collector's one this is not Mm -hmm. like a play one at all and i'm just like it's kind of big but also like i want to make sure the cats don't get into it and i'm just like you need to get a case <gasps> a case, um, Stephanie. You're so smart. I have a friend who she was she start, started kind of getting into Lego, and she goes, "Where do you like? Where do you put these when you're done with them?" And I said, "Literally everywhere in my whole house. Like, every <laughs> single shelf in my house has a Lego set on it somewhere. Like because you just build one, and you're like cool, and then you just and then you get rid of other stuff you have so that you can make more room yes. for Lego sets." Well, yes, exactly. Blake hates getting me flowers, even though I love flowers. It's a whole thing. And so I'm like, maybe now I'll just tell him to get me Lego the flowers. Lego flowers. Oh and then my they'll gosh. last forever. And so he doesn't say, they'll just die. They're so expensive or something. I just, that's, yeah. that's Valentine's exactly Day is what coming my husband up. sounds <gasps> like. So, such a same. good idea. It may not be in the podcast time. Sorry. Yeah, I, <laughs> but I a post-Valentine's Day gift. Yes. Yeah. I joked that the Lego orchids that I built are like, these are the only orchids I've ever been able to keep alive. (laughs) Oh, really, though? But they're, yeah, but going back to what you were saying about, like, that long neck and how it's built and how Mm -hmm. intricate it is. And, uh, like, the designers who work there are actual geniuses. Yes, they really are. They uh, And I've, I've been to Billund, I've been to Lego HQ, and I've seen, like, their, their design spaces. And it's just, like... People there just love Lego and they love building with Lego and they love designing these sets and they're just so passionate about it and it like really shows in just Mm -hmm. how detailed everything is and they get really creative too about um, how to use different pieces because if you think about it like they can't keep paying for (laughs) the cat just opened the door just head butted the door open he really did don't exclude me. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> that cat. He's the one that that he's yeah. the he's the one that would eat eats eat anything. Yeah, he'd eat anything. He um, ate a candy wrapper and it like it scared me so bad. Oh my gosh. I called my vet and I'm like, is he gonna be okay? <laughs> Luckily it was a paper kind okay. of candy wrapper, okay, so you were on like poop alert for days, just like no, did it go through. And also just making sure he like was okay and was gonna eat yeah. fine and yeah, yeah. anyways, anyways. 
Oh, packs. Um, yeah, <laughs> so the, the if you think about, like, the pieces that they have, every time they make a new piece, they have to, there's, like, a new mold that has to be made. And so, mm-hmm. and that, like, then gets expensive, and then, like, y- right. you know, the price of materials and everything, it goes up. So they, so, like, a lot of times they're like, oh, like, how can we build this with a, existing pieces that we already make and that we already have? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the flowers we were talking about, like, the leaves on the, the bouquet of flowers are, like, pterodactyl wings. Or, oh. like, the, the, the small orchids, uh, orchid buds on the orchid set are demogorgon heads from their Stranger Things Oh set. my gosh! Like, they just get really creative with how to use pieces. And that's, like, that's part, that's a lot of what I love about building Lego sets, is mm-hmm. that you're like, whoa, like, oh, this piece, that's so clever. Like, anyway. So, that's so that's cool. Uh, where's the headquarters for Lego? It's in Billund, Denmark, which Denmark. is like it's about two hours away from Copenhagen. It's it's literally in the middle of nowhere, and it's kind of the only thing thing or reason to go there is to go to Lego. <laughs> How was it? Is the whole town made out of Legos? I mean, kinda. Well, no, the whole town is basically like every building there is like, oh, that's a Lego building. That's a Lego building. There's a lot of um. Their headquarters is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have, like, the Lego house there, which is a big sort of Lego interactive museum, which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, like, it's kind of just this, like, little far- farm in- farm town in the middle of nowhere in <laughs> Denmark. Um, but, yeah. So did you go fun. there for work then? Yeah. Yeah. Went there to talk about new projects that I can't disclose. But <laughs> that, That's cool, though, that you got to go to Denmark for work. Yeah. Yeah, like, not very many people, I mean, sure, yeah, I mean, maybe not a lot of, like, my immediate people that I know get to go to, like, Europe on a work trip. So So it's really cool. I get to go to my desk at home. So exotic, Lindsay. It's so exotic. I mean, this is, like, not, this is going to sound like such a brag, but I've been to Europe three times on three different work trips. Well, that's cool. So. I've never been to Europe. (laughs) But here's the fun thing that I have to, to have to mention because um i'm probably going to go to the netherlands um in a few months like later this spring and actually you guys know what is who's based in the netherlands marijuana um no 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 it's (laughs) gorilla games gorilla games yeah i'm like i now i'm like i kind of want to go visit their studio like how fun would that be project cyberpunk 20 2077 project red also Oh, oh, you're talking about, okay. I don't know. I just know that Gorilla Gorilla Games is in Netherlands. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. um, Yeah, there's a lot of game studios in, I mean, there's a couple in Denmark, um, like Lightbrick, which is, they're a spinoff from Lego Games. They're based in Denmark. And then there's a lot in Sweden, too, actually. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We need to go on a Cutscenes and Cupcakes business trip. There you go. A tour. I think our Twitch money will pay for that. Yeah, we can write it off. And then go to Kyoto. It's a write-off. Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, our, yes. my gosh. Nintendo of Japan. Oh, my gosh. My husband, like, that's, like, all he wants to do or is even, go to Japan and go to Nintendo well, World. Well, now you can go to California. That is it true. It opens in February. That is true. This month. Go to Universal. Yes. Oh, just to correct myself, CD Projekt Red is in Poland. Oh, okay. So, cool. Not too far away, though, yeah. from there. Yeah. Get a Geralt statue. From them, oh. I'm sure they just hand them out. I mean, but it, would it be Liam Hensworth or Henry I Cavill? A, I have a Funko Pop right behind. It me. better be Henry Cavill, or else I'm not going to Poland. You're just like, kidding, waste Poland. of a we trip. <laughs> if we have enough fans in Poland, we'll go tour there. Oh my gosh! 
So I know we're probably wrapping up here in a minute, but as like a woman in gaming, how has that experience been for you? Um, I, I mean, for me personally, it's been great. I, so I kind of made a weird transition into games. Like I worked in the film industry as a producer and editor for about like 12 years. Then I transitioned into tech and worked in product management um, and then I wanted to try to combine like the tech side and the creative side, and that's why I wanted to start working in gaming. And I've always been a big game fan. Like I, I've just I've played games my whole life. I love games, um, and I was just like, oh, this this combines my skill sets and, and is a thing I like. Uh, and so yeah, I got this opportunity at Red Games, and it's it's been lovely. Like I haven't, I think because I work at a smaller studio in a different market and a different type like I don't work on big triple A titles like I just feel like the environment maybe is a little bit different you know Mm -hmm. because you hear all these like horror stories of like women being discriminated against and like heads of studios like there was that whole Activision like Mm -hmm. craziness Mm -hmm. that happened and you just hear about women being like so mistreated in the games industry and I think that is changing and I hope that it's (laughs) It's changing that it continues Um, to change yeah (laughs) yeah that it continues to change Uh, but like I think it's still there and I I feel lucky that I haven't experienced that in in games. Um, I definitely did in the film industry uh, because that's also a very male dominated industry. But but yeah, I just like my team is so great, and where I've worked is so great. And Lego games is very uh, they're super uh, diverse and inclusive, and there's a lot of uh, women who work there in like very high positions, you know, like heads of departments and different things. And so like, I've, it's never been weird to me. Um, or I've never felt like discriminated against really, which is like I said, I think I'm lucky. <laughs> like, that, I feel yeah. like I'm lucky to be able to say that. Um, but we love to hear it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that definitely good. And can be more women's experiences yeah. in this industry. I think it would probably be it would maybe be different if I was an engineer. I, I feel like engineering is still that, that kind of like last like stronghold of like male dominance, right? Mm. Where like just most this software engineers. This is why engineers, STEM is important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like most software engineers tend to be men. Um, whereas like production staff, like project managers, like there's a lot more women in that. There's a lot more women in the art, on the art side of things. One of our, uh, we have a, a art director at the studio who is, just amazing like everything she draws is so she's just brilliant you know so like mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that work on like the art side production side um but we do have we have two uh, female engineers at it's so funny I'm like we have like 20 engineers and two of them are female but like to me I'm like yeah we have two like yes. that feels so good because we're like a smaller company but we have two female female engineers and they're awesome so good yeah I think things are changing which is a good sign yeah um, we like to hear that agreed what are you currently playing? Um, oh man, I, this is uh, this is where I reveal that I I am and have always been a handheld gamer. Most of the gaming I did as a kid, you know, I, I did have like a uh, an SNES and an N sixty four and GameCube and all those things, and I played games on there. But 
I mostly play games on my Game Boy. Like, I have every every iteration of the Game Boy from, or, like, the DS from Game Boy Color. Like, I have my original nice. Game Boy Color. <laughs> Very nice. What my color original, was your Game Boy Color? Um, it's, like, the clear purple. Like yes, the that's the one color. I had, too. Ooh, that's yes, the one my sister had. The best one where you could see the guts on the inside. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then the I have my Game Boy Advance like the very first DS anyway like I just I have still like six little handheld things and that's mostly how I game just because like it seemed like my brother was always taking up the consoles <laughs> and like now my husband's always taking up the consoles <laughs> um so I mostly play games on switch or my phone and yeah right now I'm playing let's see what was I my my like current go-to kind of casual like game is this game called grindstone <laughs> which is, it's on switch but it's also on apple arcade and it's like this just really funny kind of match three style game that you're like where you're chaining moves together and it's nice. it's a really like well done casual game and it's kind of like the example of what I was saying where people are like uh, mobile games they're all crap and it's like they're but some of them are actually really good mm-hmm. like they're getting way they're getting way more sophisticated um, anyway so grindstone. And then I, I went and downloaded a bunch of indie titles on Switch over the holidays because they were doing a sale. Oh, yeah. And so I downloaded a bunch of, like, just smaller games for, like, you know, dollar or two dollars that I just, I'm like, oh, this art style seems cool. It's story-driven. It's an RPG. Like, that's the type yeah. of gaming I like to do. And mm-hmm. it's worth trying, especially yeah. if it's only, like, a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you hate it, you're just like, well, I spent two dollars, cool. so yeah, whatever. I got, to, I got to try it. Mm-hmm. Spent a couple bucks on it, you know. And sometimes those games, like I said, like, you know, they might be only a few hours to like play through the whole story but somebody somewhere put their blood sweat and tears into making that right Right. um and so i i love little i love small games like that just with really cool art and music and story um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's mostly what i play nice any other questions we have for ray while she's still here not yet but if you do (laughs) you can reach out to her on Oh yeah, I'm on Twitter. I am at uh, the Ray J, uh, or you can always find me at It Was a Shit Show and Shit Without the I on all social platforms. And then we're yeah, our podcast is wherever you get podcasts. Or we also have a YouTube channel where we make these little mini sort of documentaries about the behind the scenes of movies. So if you like that kind of thing, come find us. We're at uh, It Was a Shit Show. It's very cool. They do a lot of research and a lot of work too know everything that went wrong in the production and then how it came together well or not well <laughs> yeah and, it's and more, they're hysterical credit words do it's mostly ian like ian does most of the research and then um clint and i just like to we show up and be funny um, <laughs> I, that's know, my job yeah i was gonna say sounds like funny steph one. no <laughs> hey now i'm the funny one yeah. oh is that this season is that the new thing <laughs> No, I just am. It's the undisputed fact. Oh, okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love, we like to hear from people who are like actually in the industry because we just, I mean, obviously none of us are, we just like to enjoy what, what they make, but. We are lovers of the industry. Yes. Or at least their content. Yeah. At least some of their content. Yeah. At least a small portion of their content we love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah thanks for coming on yeah, our show thank you so much for coming thanks for having me guys um i love talking to you about gaming shit when we see each other so i was like we need to make sure she comes on our show yes yeah i'll talk about i love talking about games love talking about movies so yeah it's been fun thanks for having me yes well okay. until next time you guys grab a friend eat some cupcakes 
and, and play, play some video games. games. Lego games. Lego games. Yeah. Play Lego Brawls specifically. Lego yes. Brawls yeah. available on console now. On all the platforms. I'm going to go download it now. <laughs> Bye. I'm already playing it. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay's Bye. just been playing it this whole time. It's been really disrespectful. I've been a little quiet, but now you know why. Okay, bye. bye. Lindsay, press stop. <laughs> this has been an Age of Geek media production.